This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All righty, how we doing? Hour number two of our radio program. That's right. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. Let's go out to the guest line right now. Welcome in former Minnesota Vikings head coach. Also was the D.C. last year with the Buffalo Bills. And that, of course, is Leslie Frazier, who's now an NFL Network analyst. And you can see Leslie on NFL Game Day preview this Sunday at noon Eastern on the NFL channel, available on the NFL app, fast streaming platforms, and NFL.com slash NFL channel. Coach, appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing it. How are you? I'm doing good, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks so much for coming on. So let me start you off with the game tonight. Good one. Sometimes these Thursday night games are just dreadful. This one, a lot of big hype inside the AFC North. How do you kind of take a look at the Bengals going into Baltimore to square off against the Ravens? Well, this is a big one. Uh, Probably more so for Cincinnati uh, because of the way they started their season and where they are right now coming off a loss against the Texans. Uh, So this is a game that I don't know if they can afford to lose this game in the division. Uh, Whereas Baltimore, they've been playing really, really well. Uh, It's a tough loss uh, this past weekend to Cleveland, Uh, but they're in the driver's seat. If they win this game, they pretty much control the division. So a lot riding on this game for both teams, but uh, I think it's going to be hard for Cincinnati to get past Baltimore. Lou Anarumo is a really bright, defensive mind and it gets lost in the success of the Cincinnati Bengals what do you think his message is what do you think his emphasis is tonight when he goes up against Lamar Jackson who is playing MVP ball once again this season I think everything around the Baltimore offense uh, and I agree with you with Lou he's he's outstanding Uh, everything starts with Lamar and they've done a good job of diversifying the offense this season mixing in uh, the run game, but not, you know, taxing Lamar so much in the run game as they have in the past, allowing him to be a little bit more of a pocket passer. I think Todd Munkin has done a really good job with that. Uh, But for Lou, it'll be about being able to control uh, Lamar. And when he starts moving around and and trying to extend plays, uh, being able to limit uh, the number of explosives that he can create uh, on his own. And if they can get that done, not give up the explosives to this Baltimore offense, then they have a really good chance of slowing down this offense. You know, I'm glad that you brought up Todd Munkin because I think this gets lost. Like, we look at the Ravens' record 7-3. and three. Oh, wow, they're playing great football. But you know this, being a new coordinator, a new coach, it takes time to learn your players. It takes time for everyone to get on the same page. That's what I think makes Baltimore so dangerous. I don't even think we've seen the best version of their offense yet this year, Coach. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't disagree at all. Uh, you know, what you said is true for Todd. 
uh, it's a matter of learning the personnel and then finding out, you know, what guys fit best in some of the things he wanted to do, say, going back to OTAs and even in training camp. So there's an evolution going on within their offense. And I would venture to say it probably won't be until uh, the last week of November, the first weekend in December, where they really hit their stride offensively because of the fact that, you know, Todd is still going through that learning phase a little bit. And so are the players. I mean, it's a new scheme for Lamar. It's a new scheme for Gus Edwards. It's a new scheme for, for all the receivers. Uh, so uh, there's there's some learning still going on uh, as they prepare from week to week uh, for each team that they get ready to play. Recently, as Leslie Frazier is here with us, you were right in the thick of the AFC. Do you still think Kansas City's the best team in the AFC, or do you maybe go with the Baltimore Ravens? You know, there was a point where I thought Baltimore was really gaining on, on Kansas City, uh, and they still are. I mean, they, you know, what they're doing, what Mike McDonald has done uh, with the defense of the Baltimore Ravens has been very, very impressive. I mean, uh, what they're doing with points allowed uh, and what they're doing in the red zone has been exceptional. Uh, you expect their offense to be pretty good just because of Lamar's ability to be able to create on his own. But, Zach, seeing the improvement of the Kansas City Chiefs defense, I'm going, I was talking to Steve Spagnola just a few days ago. They had their bye week last week. And I, I told him, I said, I don't know if you guys would be where you are record-wise if it wasn't for your defense because they are much, much improved. And there have been some games I don't think they would have won if it wasn't for their defense playing as well as they have. And you couldn't have said that in years past uh, because they kind of struggle on offense, getting their receivers on the same page with Patrick and finding another uh, special player other than Travis on offense. So uh, because of the way Kansas City's defense is playing, and they'll be tested uh, this this Monday night versus the Eagles, I give the edge to the Chiefs because of the way their defense is playing. Yeah, it's a great point that you bring up. And, and I actually I texted Spags. It was after week three or week four, and I said, your defense isn't getting enough credit because usually yeah. in years past when they win, their defense doesn't start to get those timely stops until – November or December, they were playing lights out early in the season and it's continuing. And coach basically responded back and said, we like when we're not getting the attention. <laughs> and you know, that's such a coach's answer. Cause you never want your guys to start feeling themselves and then getting too big uh, for them actually. Oh yeah. No doubt about it. I mean, that's, that's something you're always concerned about guys reading their press clippings and, and people talking, you know, good things about them and they forget all the hard work they put in to get to where they are. So uh, I can definitely relate to Spag's response for sure. You being a leader, and now you look at Kevin Stefanski with the Browns. Watson was just starting to knock off the rust potentially. They were 6-3. and three. That defense is playing great. And now Deshaun is out for the season. When you lose your quarterback, and now you're back to Dorian Thompson-Robinson and P.J. Walker, as a coach, you being a leader of men, what's the message to the guys this week in Cleveland? Well, somehow, someway, you got to convince the guys that it's the next man up mentality, even though, like you said, Deshaun was really, I thought for this past weekend, that was the first time you really saw flashes of what he did in Houston, and you were really getting excited about the potential. Uh, but you have to rally the guys around uh, DTR or uh, if it becomes someone else at the quarterback position. Uh, but you don't want that to become an excuse not to go out and put forth your best effort and give yourself a chance to win. So uh, I know Kevin Wells, he's going to do a really good job 
of really bringing it to the guy's attention, the importance of every man doing his job and not feeling like I got to do more or having that doom and gloom outlook on the rest of the season. They still have a chance, the way their defense is playing, to, to sneak out some wins and be right in the thick of it uh, in late December. So, uh, you know, Kevin will do a good job of rallying and, and really emphasizing the importance of everybody doing their job and believing that they can win. Leslie Frazier, you know this. There's one thing what you say to your team, and then there's one thing what you say to maybe like Andrew Berry, the general manager. As a head coach, would you be in his office this week saying, hey, let's try to get Matt Ryan out of the TV booth. Let's try to get one of these guys that have walked away from the game that aren't that far removed from playing in the NFL. Yeah, you know, I'm sure they look at the Josh Dobbs situation in Minnesota and say, man, he was on our roster. Yeah, I wish we had him back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Can we do a trade uh, back? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I know back in the preseason when we were watching them, we did a game, we did their game against the Eagles, and they were really high on, on Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And uh, then he played in that Baltimore game, uh, and he didn't look quite the same. And part of that, you know, in the preseason, you're so vanilla on defense. It's a lot different than what happens in the regular season. So I'm sure they have some angst about, you know, what could potentially be. Uh, but they're giving him another chance this weekend, and hopefully he'll play well. But the guys around him have to play well also. And if that's the case, uh, like I said earlier, they have a chance to really stay in the thick of it because of the way their defense is playing. Talking to Leslie Frazier right now, you mentioned Josh Dobbs. I think it's one of the more incredible stories that we've seen, if not the most incredible story of the NFL season, bouncing from team to team to team and getting no time to prepare. What he's done the last two weeks in, in Minnesota, and I know you used to coach the Vikings, has just been sensational. Oh, yeah. When I watched their, their game, his first game, uh, when the quarterback got uh, concussed, yeah, And he had to come in with no practice during the week, uh, you know, just being fed information by Kevin O'Connell on the headset and seeing his performance, man, I was like, I think that was against Atlanta they were playing. Just an incredible, incredible feat. And, and he did the same thing. I remember watching their game against Dallas, the way he played when he was at Arizona. Uh, he played lights out when they upset yeah. uh, the was uh when the Cardinals played him so in week three yeah uh, he had he has some talent and uh my hat goes off to him what he's been able to do bouncing around from team to team and still playing at a high level it tells you something about his character and obviously his intelligence as a football player as well he is uh he's one of the guys I, I, I enjoy watching for sure Kirk Cousins and this is no knock he's a really good player I don't think he's a great quarterback there's a difference to me from good to great but he's a free agent at the end of the year. He was balling out before, unfortunately, having the Achilles injury, and the Vikings were getting right back on track. Do you think Kirk is done in Minnesota with that free agency upcoming, or is there a chance for, for a reunion this offseason? Boy, with the, with the, the dollars that he's going to demand, um, you know, I, I don't know if the Vikings really have much of a choice unless Josh continues to play like he's playing. I don't know if he's the long-term answer, but he's sure playing well enough to – uh, make this division a lot more interesting than it was before the injury to Kirk because uh, Detroit seemed to be in position to run away with the division. Uh, but now that's not so much the case. Uh, but I would think knowing what's out there at the quarterback position, they almost have to bring Kirk back. Uh, and if they choose not to, then you're rolling the dice a little bit about, you know, who's going to be your quarterback. Uh, he's, you know, can he take you to the Super Bowl? That question is still to be answered, but he's sh he's shown that he's 
good enough to help you to win a division and get you into the playoffs. And you, so what what are your options? I mean, that's something that the scouts will have to tell them about the draft and free agency. But when you watch what's happening this year, Zach, with quarterbacks and injuries, man, you know, Kurt looks better and better, uh, you know, every week, uh, even though he may not be uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, he's still a guy you can win with. Talking to Leslie Frazier, you obviously know the Bill situation well. Uh, Ken Dorsey gets fired this week after losing to the Broncos on Monday Night Football. Just how did you react to that when it came on down on Tuesday? Man, I was really, uh, you know, hurting for, for Kenny. I mean, he's a good friend of mine, obviously, and, you know, we worked together for years. And, uh, you know, it, it, it hurt me, Zach, because, uh, you know, I hate to see coaches get fired, especially – during the season. I mean, that's, that's a hard thing. And, uh, you know, I actually spoke to Kenny this morning and just tried to encourage him and, and he was in good spirits, man. He really lifts my spirits just in talking with him. He, you know, he's not down and dejected like I thought he would be. Uh, he felt like, you know, I did everything I could Leslie to put the guys in position and we just came up short. And, uh, uh, so he'll, he'll, he'll land on his feet. Uh, it's not a situation anybody would want to be put in and, uh, but he'll he'll learn from this experience, and I think he'll be a better coordinator down the line. You guys are moving so close in Buffalo, and then this year it's starting to move the other way, and I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. What do you think needs to change with the Bills for them to get back on track and, and right this ship? Yeah, I mean, there's a, a lot going on uh, right now, and they're in foreign territory after – you know, changing coordinators and putting Joe, Joe Brady in, in that position now. It's almost like starting over again in some ways, but uh, I'm sure Sean was looking at ways to energize the entire team and interject some some confidence. But uh, I'm not sure what that what the answer is, Zach. I mean, they've got a tough road ahead of them. Uh, I know for a fact, you know, we, we were able to put together some strings in years past where we could win five in a row, six in a row, seven in a row. Uh, they've got the talent. They're capable of doing it. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl on, on the NFL Network. I, th- I thought they had the, the pieces to do it. Uh, and it's just a matter of how the guys respond to this change. Uh, is it one where it could divide the locker room or is it one where guys are going to rally and come together and, and 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 play above the circumstances? And nobody knows that. Well, welcome to the analyst world. Welcome to the uh, hosting world. Usually our predictions are more wrong than, than being right. So <laughs> welcome. Yeah. It, you know, that's your rookie moment <laughs> kind yeah. of yeah. with the Bills uh, uh, yeah. Super Bowl prediction. Um, yes. w- what is the, the truth with your departure from Buffalo? Because so much has been said. I've read so many different things. Why are you no longer with the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, it just got to a point for me, Zach, where I just felt like this was something I needed to do at this stage in my career. You know, that 2022 season was, it was a challenging year with some of the things yeah. that happened with our, some of the things that happened with our team, having to go to cities and stay in cities and not get back and, and, and forth. And, you know, we were getting ready to go back to the combine. Uh, and I was at home um, and just thinking about it, man, about that I want to go back for another year. And I just made the decision. I was going to take the year off and just see what happens from there. And, uh, and I don't, I don't regret the decision. Uh, I do miss the guys. Uh, Tredavis White was here in Los Angeles, uh, where I am. Awesome. Uh, doing his uh, rehab. He had a surgery here. And I went down and spent some time with him. Uh, and we were just reminiscing 
uh, uh, you know, he's coming off that Achilles uh, surgery. And we were just reminiscing and talking about our times together. And man, some of the things he said kind of inspired me and made me think about, you know, getting back into it. And when he talked about, you know, what I meant to him and, 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 and his teammates and moments like that make me think about getting back. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And last thing that I'll just ask you when it comes to the Bills, Sean McDermott's job gets called into question. You know what that's like. People are wondering, is it time for a change? Do you still believe Sean could find a way to fix this thing in Buffalo? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, he's got a strong staff with Eric Washington, his assistant head coach there. And uh, there's some other guys, uh, Kelly Skipper, Joe Brady. I mean, there's some other guys on the staff that will – support Sean and, and help him get the ship turned in the right direction. Uh, even though they're on the outside looking in right now, you look at all the teams with four and five losses, they're still right, right on there. the verge of making something happen. So, uh, you know, he's he's proven in the past that he can lead a team to success, and I think he can again. You know, just wondering, when you look at Josh, with Josh Allen, using your defensive coordinating mind, where you were in the same locker room as him, even though you're on a different side of the ball. If you were going up against him as a defensive coordinator, what would you try to do to Josh Allen with what you've been seeing on tape recently? Yeah, you know, in the past, people were always concerned with his mobility. And now he's running a whole lot less and becoming more of a pocket pass. Now, that may change under Joe Brady. They may let him get back to some of the things he's really done to put a lot of pressure on defenses. Uh, but if you don't have to worry about him running and making those splash plays with his legs, then you're just going to play coverage like teams are doing. And, uh, and, and they, you know, gotten some big plays just playing coverage without bringing pressure, uh, sitting back and playing zones and he's not going to run. And, uh, it's worked out well for teams. So you just copy and that's what everybody's doing. They're just copying what, what they saw the Jets do in the first game of the season what New England did, uh, what Cincinnati did, and then what we saw uh, last week with Cincinnati. Just sit back, play zone. He's not running, so we don't have to worry about it, and and they're having success. Leslie Frazier's an NFL Network analyst. You can see him on NFL Game Day Preview this Sunday at noon Eastern on the NFL channel, available on the NFL app, fast streaming platforms, and NFL.com slash NFL channel. Coach, really appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing it. Thank you, Zach. We'll take a break. It is the Zach Gelb Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 